Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 103 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my very special guest today is Kajoa. And she came to the show to talk about a beautiful topic, which is self-compassion and forgiveness. She spends her work helping women learn how to truly forgive. And I think there is such a beautiful aspect to her work that I really hope more women learn about, especially if you identify yourself with being a superwoman, holding yourself to crazy high standards as well as sacrificing your needs and your body to get everything done. We talk about how to give yourself permission, as well as how to forgive. Like we go into detail on topics like this that I think are so deep and profound, and she explains them in such a beautiful way. But also, she talks about that we have this self-responsibility for our inner peace. And I think this is such an incredible shift in perspective and one that I really welcome all of you to make. So just before you jump in, let me properly introduce you to Kajoa. Kajoa Zhang is an intuitive peaceful rebel who seeks to inspire, heal, and move her clients in the direction of their peace. Her goal is to teach yoga and meditation by playing with the yin and yang, the feminine and masculine energies. She's intuitive and playful, deep yet lighthearted. Each practice leaves clients curious to learn more about the power of their breath and the language of their body. She helps women come back home and fall in love with who they already are. Here is Kajoa. Welcome, Kajoa. I'm so happy to have on the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Juliana. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, likewise. And we met recently, right? We haven't even met that long ago and uh, through something else for our businesses that we were doing. And I really connect with your energy. I love your work and your mission. So I'm very pleased to have you on the show today, sharing your expertise and talking about something that I think is so beautiful that we have not talked about in this podcast before. So yes, yeah, so I'm very grateful for your time today. Thank you. I feel the same about you. <laughs> yes. And to get us started, let's jump right in. And I love to ask all guests to define what does confidence mean to you? I feel like putting me on the spot here. I'm not sure if I'll have the right or like the best way to articulate this, <laughs> but it's, it's coming from my body right now. Okay. So Love I'm really tuning into my body and confidence is being able to show up as myself and being in that present moment without any expectations of the outcome mm. and to, to give fully of my, my presence and my knowledge and, and bring who I am 
to be present with that person who I'm with and to know that I can walk away from that interaction and know that I've already changed. So I think sometimes like we get too caught up in, in, you know, like trying to be intellectually like defining (laughs) what confidence is. But honestly, you know, confidence is how I feel. And if how I feel is I feel present and I give myself permission to be present and to be engaged in that moment and also allowing myself to change and to evolve, I think it allows me to show up and share who I am with you, with whoever it is that I'm talking to. And it gives the other person permission to show up as they are. And so I think in that way, it's the confidence of this is all that I know in this moment, right? Like, Mm. this is who I am. And I'm sharing with you, to the best of my, my knowledge, who I am in this moment. And whatever I share, whatever that we talk about here, like, that's, that's confidence like just I think just knowing that it can change knowing that this is what I know now yes and just giving myself permission to show up just as I am therefore giving the other person permission to show up just as they are I think that's that's it I don't think it needs to be complicated right (laughs) no I think what you said is not just incredibly beautiful and it has so many layers to it. It's probably one of my favorite definitions <laughs> that I've heard on the show. And oh, a couple of the, yes, and it's so profound. And like I could really like feel it as you're saying it in my body, which is really interesting. And something that you said that I a couple of things I wanted to highlight here that I think is such an important aspect of it is that concept of the expectations piece. I believe like from all my studies and life experiences that unmet expectations are often the reason why people suffer, right? We Mm -hmm. expect an outcome and then life presents, you know, itself. And we are often not in the moment observing it, living it because we're hoping to have a different version of it, right? I know Mm -hmm. for me, that has been probably one of the biggest lessons and growths that I've done in experience and still a work in progress on really coming back to the present moment as is. And I've had glimpses of what it feels like as I've, you know, done my, a lot of my inner work, but I think it's such a beautiful aspect of confidence. And the second thing you said that I think is so precious is the whole concept, one, the giving self permission, but the whole process of changing and evolving, right? And I say often in this podcast and in my work that confidence is very relative to that specific moment in time with the circumstances that surrounds it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people think of it intellectually, like you said, oh, I'm a confident person. It's like, well, I am in some days, in some scenarios, and I'm not in, in others, right? Um, mm-hmm. Even if I'm wearing the same outfit with the same you know, hairdo, like it changes because of our perception or expectation. So I really love this definition that you gave. I think it encompasses so much of the essence, even what we're going to talk today. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And I I just want to say, you know, there's such a difference in telling ourselves that we are confident than feeling it 
in our body. And I think a lot of us, we live in our heads. And so we continue to tell ourselves, we continue to affirm that, hey, I'm a confident woman. I'm, I'm confident, right? Yeah. Um, I look confident. But then so much of it falls back into, well, you know, maybe I, I may not look that confident today, but I feel amazing. <laughs> and because I feel amazing, I show up and I give off this amazing energy and I'm laughing and I'm present and it just creates a different environment. Yes. And not really expecting. Just wanted to share that part. Absolutely. And I think all the pieces that you said kind of all come together in the sense that confidence is very much like an embodiment of a feeling, right? And I to me, what that feeling is, is really that congruency, that the essence of who we are is actually matching how we express it in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, those are the times I'm most confident when I'm serving in areas that I love to talk about or, you know, around people that really have a piece of my heart. Like those are the easiest times. But if I'm put in a situation that I perceive that I have to gain somebody's, you know, trust or, you know, work outside of my core essence, I don't feel confident, right? And I've always been really perceptive in myself of knowing in my body when I'm very uncomfortable, (laughs) right? Versus, and people say, oh, you're so extroverted. It's like, no, I'm extroverted in some situations and very introverted in other situations, right? So I love the fluidity of it. And for me, that's how I see confidence too. I think it's very relative, but that presence with the release of expectations, I think is what helps us tap as close to that pure essence of us as possible. Therefore, mm-hmm. getting as close as to being confident in that energy, right? Love it. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things that I would love to sort of start merging into is the concept of authorities. And I think it ties in beautifully, right? Because we're talking about, you know, expectations and letting go of permission or giving self permission. And often I feel that we put on other people on those like pedestals and they become authorities in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how we behave, what is right, what is wrong. So talk to us a little bit about that. What does like these authority figures mean to you in your life and in, even in the life of your clients? My gosh, Juliana, like so much of my suffering came from putting people on this pedestal that they know more than me you know that they they have the answers I've been looking for Mm. that they they have the diet that I need for my body my unique body (laughs) that they they um they have the program that will help me attract more clients you know and always giving my power away to uh, to folks, um, to people wh- who who come across as you know um, holding a lot of confidence, and so it it attract attracted me and and brought me to these different people and different programs, and only for me to circle back and say, you know what, I am the creator of my life. Mm. <laughs> I I have a lot of the knowledge that I'm seeking for. I just need to find the time to sit in compassion with myself and to sit and and surrender and let let some of those answers that I've been seeking for reveal themselves. 
And so much of this process has been, you know, understanding that what surfaces for me during a meditation or a yoga practice is what I'm ready to receive. Mm. And so, so often when, when I'm chasing after these other authority figures, I feel like I, we're just not in alignment or I'm not ready or it's, it's not what I'm looking for, not what I need in the moment. And so therefore there's a lot of frustrations, like things are not working out. Um, yo-yo dieting you know um, yeah I'm not I'm not making the progress in my business um and so and I see that with my clients too you know I work with women uh, mostly mothers who are in their 30s to early 40s mm-hmm. and they've gone to the point in their life right now where they have the money they have the house they have the family but yeah why is it that they feel the sense of emptiness mm-hmm. why is it that they feel they feel like they don't know, like, you know, they don't know who they are. And so part of the process that I bring them through is this journey of coming back home, this journey of coming back home to their breath, to their body, to their own knowing. And it's so amazing, Juliana, to witness that these are powerful women who are directors and CEOs at their jobs. And who mm-hmm. in the public and the private space are just giving, 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 giving so much of their time, their energy, and their peace. And also, in a way, kind of chasing after trying to make themselves this authority figure, trying to uh, kind of getting caught up in, in this idea of like, yeah, I'm the boss. Like, I'm a super mom. I'm a super woman. I can do it all. <laughs> and then, yet yeah, they can't sleep at night. Yeah, they, they they can't sleep. There's too many things on their to-do list and they don't know how to quiet their mind. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to relax their body. And so they're caught in this constant do, 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 do. You know, like um, for them, it's, it's, it's following and it's doing what all these people are telling them what to do and, and, and doing everything with no boundaries. Like, Nothing. And also for themselves seeking to uh, be this authority figure and not knowing that, hey, you can, but there's a compassionate side to doing that. And I know this is something you and I talked about is this compassionate authority. So let me pause here and see. (laughs) Yes. Hey there. Have you heard of my new book release? A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming a Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead a rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book to learn more. Now back to the episode. What do you and think? 
And I would love to really dive into more of the compassion authority. Absolutely. The one thing I'll say too that, as you're saying, that I really hear a lot of the qualities, right, that you describe in these women uh, were qualities I saw in myself earlier in my career when I was more on the corporate side before, you know, leaving that world and really, you know, being in my business and creating from my heart, which has been a very beautiful but interesting process. And I think the whole superwoman mentality, even the women that I work with also often define themselves or identify themselves with that uh, title, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of it is that we've been almost like fed this idea that we women should be able to do it all, right? Like we want equality, so we should do it all. And mm-hmm. I say to women that even if you're great at many things, and many of us are, you don't need to do them all at once, right? At the same time, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I think that has been such an almost like brainwashed into our brains that we just keep piling on and piling on and piling on. And I said to me, like, we all come with the best intentions, but sometimes, like you said, adding programs, adding this, adding that to our plates, we're successful in so many areas of life. But when it comes to our physical and emotional and mental health, there's so much neglect, right? Because our, we just have so much capacity to, you know, take care of everything. And we are often the first thing to go on the list, right? On the priority list, because everything else comes first. And especially talking about moms, right? That, you know, part of mothership, the motherhood is on giving just to others, right? Before self. And I think it is such an interesting concept now to start looking from that compassionate side of eyes and looking at the same situation differently. So let's talk about that. Like what would a compassionate authority in somebody's life look like? Mm. So I think it's it's interesting that, you know, uh, when we think of being that leader, like within the public or the private space in our life, we, we it's, it's so masculine. <laughs> yes. We have, we think of all these masculine characteristics, you know, and I think what sometimes what we forget is, Hey, there's, there's that feminine energy to being holding, um, standing in your power. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and so what, what's missing, I think, is finding that balance and that yes there, there there are spaces for us to be more masculine and and share some of that characteristics you know but there are also some spaces where we need to be more feminine like tap into that feminine energy and really slowing down and really breathe and just being okay with not doing anything um and you know i think what what i found interesting in my clients and in the the program that that i run with that run is that there's a sense of responsibility for self that mm-hmm. we have forgotten and it's it's like the responsibility in the workplace for to be responsible for your coworkers and your clients your students like everyone and then the responsibility at home for your kids your family but then there's we we have forgotten the self-responsibility mm. and and i feel like the self-responsibility um what i have been able to witness from my clients and also from myself is that when i take when i stand up and take the responsibility for my own peace when i stand up and take the responsibility responsibility for my own sense of self-love and i get to define 
what mm-hmm. self-love is and what peace is and how it feels and, and how it lives in my body. It's so empowering. And so I think when I think of the compassionate authority, I feel like there's got to be that balance of feminine energy and also self-responsibility. Because with that, that it's, 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 um, you know, the masculine energy is being assertive and, right. And, and, yes. and but then sometimes, um, and learning how to say no and, and all of that, right. Setting the boundaries. So I think that's needed. That is needed. Um, but the feminine, um, um, responsibility or the feminine compassionate authority to that is also a surrendering, surrendering and being okay with with certain situations certain people and not trying to fix everyone <laughs> not trying <laughs> to go out and save everyone and i think once women understand that you are not safe you're not here to save anyone you're here to save yourself mm-hmm. and if you can save yourself and you can be if you can understand, you take the self-responsibility to save yourself, then that I think that circles back to what we talked about in the beginning of showing up with that confidence because then you understand who you are and you understand it so deeply. You feel it in your body and because you know, you know, like you know that your job in this lifetime is to, to, tune in to who you truly are and to gift yourself that time and that space to discover that part of you and let it let your light shine shine through um and so yeah i think that's what i have to say about that for now i love it and it's so true and as you're saying like i'm picturing myself like 10 years ago right (laughs) because i'm speaking from my own experience but very much like the masculine energy, no doubt, like in the form of how I expressed through me. And I, I was even kind of like observing this because I've always balanced it out with dressing in a very feminine way, loving like the blush pinks and beautiful stationery and house decor. So I had my feminine side strongly expressed at home, but a very masculine side expressed at work, right? Because mm-hmm. of my career goals and the position that I got myself into and all these things. But if something else is that like, oh my gosh, it's so true. It's that need to fix, right? And I would say that for me, that was primarily expressed at work as well in corporate to the point that I created so much extra work for myself that was never asked of me because of that constant Mm -hmm. age effects, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then when I made the choice to leave corporate and, you know, go into deeper healing before into my business full time, I realized that nobody ever asked anything of me. It was always my initiative, you know? Um, and I discovered later, it was very much like this protective mask. Like my superwoman to me was purely protective. If I look successful, if I look busy, nobody's going to question, <laughs> question me. You know, I didn't know what I really wanted, but it was easy to want 
the normal life, right? Of good career, money, the car and stuff. It was easy because it was a path that was determined, right? And Mm -hmm. I was happily married. I love my husband. We've been together for 15 years now. So we got that part checked off. Mm -hmm. So why not just do the normal, you know, everything. And it was not until it became so incongruent with my heart that my entire body went into this big healing process and I left corporate and jumped, right? But Mm -hmm. questioning, what do I really want? Like, who am I really if I'm not this busy professional career woman, right? It was very difficult, almost terrifying at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of the things you're saying in terms of even like a little bit of this protective mask, right? To keep us from actually asking our hearts what it is because... I was not aware of how to ask those questions 10 years ago, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I love what you said about asking yourself the question of who am I if I'm not this busy person? And that is exactly why I have the clients who I have is they find themselves asking this question. Who am I in my mid-30s? And I have all these things going on for me. I'm busy you know, like basically 12 hours a day, like there's no rest. And, and is this it? Is this it to my life? Do I have a deeper purpose than this? So who am I? And what's really interesting is that I teach my clients that, you know, we, we start from I am. And with all of our meditations, all of the yoga that we practice, it's starting from I am and really showing up with that confidence of I am it you don't need to say I am enough you are you already are <laughs> you already are and you don't need to affirm that and to under you're affirming that like you have to you you come from a place of knowing yeah and and yeah so it's it's been <laughs> really fun to witness um, the unfolding of them coming back and say, oh my gosh, I have this light in me. And I've just been, it's it's easier, right? Like Juliana, I think you and I can both attest to this. Like it's easier to just keep busy. And oh yes. Keep call- it's in a way it's like keeping busy. And, and then the more busy we are, the more we, if we're not in tune with ourselves and our energy and our purpose, then that light just becomes dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And then we realize, you know, one day we wake up like, why all the weight gain? Why, why the stress? Why am I eating all this food? And, and it's, it's just, it's like, this, this, this is it. This is it. This can be it. Exactly. And I think like what you said, like we fill the space so much, fill the hours of the day so much, almost yes. to get to the point that we're so tired that now we don't have the energy to question ourselves, <laughs> right? At least yes. I know that was very much what was happening for me. And there's also a, definitely like a, a piece of it that was like a sense of identity, right? Like if I didn't fully know who I was, having this identity given to me, you know, was good. I like, it was like, okay, this is under control, which in fact it wasn't right. It was just this, you know, temporary compensation. 
And I think for me, the craziest part was I loved the people I worked with. I loved the company. I had a very good job. The money was good. I had a great career path ahead of me. Like there's nothing that was wrong with it. And I think it's easier if something is wrong, right? Because we can, you know, just like jump or make choices. But I didn't have anything, you know, perceived wrong with it. It was just my heart was no longer in alignment with what I was doing or at least the lifestyle that I was seeking, right? And there was this very deep calling in me to to just almost like take all the puzzle pieces apart and rebuild it, right? And it wasn't like this beautiful, pretty movie <laughs> ending, you know, it was messy and rough and, you know, mm-hmm. and it continues, you know, aspects of it are self-discovery, but looking back at who I used to be 10 years ago to now and my ability, even the the speed through which I can process through difficult emotions really surprises me in a very positive way of how much emotional maturity, I guess, I gotten Mm -hmm. from really taking myself apart, (laughs) if that makes sense. This episode is brought to you by the Weight Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. Yes. And you know, the thing is that like a lot of our emotions live in our body, right? And I'm connecting back to this whole idea of uh, being a compassionate authority and to understand that sometimes some of these emotions and some of these pain, they're not ours to carry. Yeah. And this has been like the most profound, like just mo- most profound moments within my program that I got the chance to witness was these women coming in with headaches and migraines. And when we sit in for a forgiveness meditation and they go in and they forgive their mom, they go in and they forgive their dad, or they find a specific moment in their adult life where they make some mistakes and they go in and and do that forgiveness work and they can pinpoint exactly where that pain lives in their body and instead of just feeling all the space like you mentioned throughout our day to be able to slow down and to tune in and and listen like where where do all these pain live where do all these emotions live in my body and to know that hey sometimes some of those pain might not be ours. And so mm-hmm. let me give a quick story here. One of my clients, she 
did a forgiveness meditation on her father. And so this was a situation that happened um, early on in her early 20s. And she she's in her mid-30s. So it's she's never learned how to forgive him at that, for that, that situation, that moment in her life. And so we sat together and we've been working together for over a month and a half. And we did this forg- forgiveness meditation. And afterwards, when we reflected out loud, she said that the pain from her dad live has been living in her heart. And when she did the whole releasing, it was all in her chest, all in her heart. And she she and she speaks about these memories, these happy moment memories that she had had with her dad and how she how um she wants the relationship to look like. Um and it was just really beautiful to witness that that these pain live in specific parts of her body. Mm-hmm. And I think for her, when she understood that, hey, you know, like I, I can be compassionate towards my dad because of his own struggles, because of his own, his lack of knowing or like, oh, that's what he knew at that moment. And that's what he said. And that's what he did. And then to, I think the authority part of it comes from, I can actually release this. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I I can forgive him intellectually, but also forgive him and release him from my body. Mm. And it it's a sense of like I have the power, I'm in control, and it, once I take the responsibility, I can heal. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing this story. That is so beautiful and so profound. And two things I want to point out. The first one, something that I heard you say, which I think is something that a lot of times um, we're taught the opposite. It's specifically about forgiveness, right? That forgiveness in the context of how you're teaching and showing women is a form of giving back, getting back their power, right? And sometimes people... And I don't agree with that definition that they teach, but sometimes people teach that forgiveness is basically giving the other person, you know, uh, at a jail free card. Right. Uh, I totally align in how you look at it, but for our listeners, like let's break down forgiveness a little bit in the context of how you see it and teach it. Mm. Where do I start? Um, (laughs) It, you know, there's a component that I go through and we go through a whole month's worth of meditation. And so how I teach forgiveness is I think I think a lot of the times forgiveness is just we talk about it and like talk therapy, you know, yeah. and yeah. We, we I think we into we like tell our mind that, hey, I forgive this person, but we actually haven't because we continue to carry this pain. And it's like, why the headache? Why why does my chest feel tight? Yeah. Why do I feel cold in the chest? Um, and and so we we I, I think it's when when we when we don't actually know how to release it from the body, then that that pain continues to live within us. And so how I teach forgiveness is we do yoga. So I'm a I'm a yoga teacher, and we mm-hmm. we do a whole sequence of yoga that leads to a seated meditation. Because all path leads to meditation. 
Mm-hmm. Yoga, the asana, the movement is just to warm up the body. But too often, we go to these yoga sessions and we stop at Shavasana. We mm-hmm. stop at the five minutes of just lying down and that's it. That's our yoga practice. But there's so much more to yoga than just that. And so I think what's missing is not the Shavasana part, but the meditation part. And so what I've been able to incorporate is get get my clients to do the workout and warm up the body so that they can actually sit, so that their body can support them in the seated meditation. Mm-hmm. That's what it's that's that's how it has been practiced. And so sitting for the meditation, their their body's warmed, they're ready to receive. And so I guide them through a meditation and we we bring in a person, an event, a situation that they want to work on for that day. And it's really interesting because sometimes they they think it's their spouse or they think <laughs> it's, it's their friend. But then there's a person who lingers. And they and I've 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 encouraged them to allow that person, whoever it is that wants to stay for the forgiveness meditation, let them stay. Let them stay. That is the person that you'll focus on today. And so it's just really interesting because for me, myself, I practice meditation and compassion meditation like every morning. Mm -hmm. And I found that the more I do it, and just the smallest thing, like I forgive my seven-year-old son for making the house messy, like just (laughs) silly things to like very deep, you know, um, emotional moments in my life. And the more I'm able to practice that forgiveness, the lighter I feel, the lighter I feel, the, the more expansion I feel, the more I, I can show up and, and, and not carry like this heaviness, not carry this pain in my body. Mm-hmm. And it feels, I think, I think it's, I think people, I think people don't realize that when you can really release that, that do that forgiveness, for, forgiveness work and release that pain from the body that they can you can really show up and and feel that sense of wow like the gratitude yes. of of being alive and having a chance at life and that's i think i you know i think that's what forgiveness brings us to you know what i mean <laughs> absolutely that's so beautiful the one thing you said that I think it's so profound. So I wanted to say it again, just like <laughs> reinforce what you said, is that concept that a lot of times we are taught how to specifically look at forgiveness, how to forgive on an intellectual level, right? But not really taught into how to do it on a physical level. And I think like on a body embodiment level, and I think that is so profound, so true and so beautiful. And like I look at myself from the things you're describing, right? That my expression of physical discomfort was definitely pain as well. Over 15 years of very severe chronic migraines. Mm-hmm. And so as you're describing all those things, it's like, yeah, like it completely fits who I was, <laughs> right? Uh, so it's very interesting. And I have been able to make a very clear connection of my migraines with when I'm operating outside of alignment, it's almost like my body's default yes. to bring me back. It's like, uh, we're not doing this, <laughs> not today, uh, which is so interesting. But now you so true, yeah. 
right? Which a lot of times people think of it as, oh, what is the nutrients you're missing? And and for me, it's a lot bigger than that. Uh, even though my diet is great and stuff, it's not what was the root cause, right? Um, but I love what you said. I'm going to start paying attention to that new aspect of it on the forgiveness piece. I think that is such a, a important but very unique way to look at chronic pain as one of ailments. I know there's others, but to look at chronic pain and seeing where in your body, who in your body, right? Are we holding on and ready to forgive? Because I don't think anything comes to the surface unless we're ready to deal with it, right? So as life presents, it's time. That's usually how I like to look at things. So no, I think that's beautiful and um, very much like something that anybody looking to practice and do. I think you're such a beautiful soul. You have such a good energy. I can talk to you for literally hours and hours. Yes. Oh, so tell us where can people find out more about specifically what to describe like yourself online, but also specifically about your program, if they're ready to express this, you know, embodiment of forgiveness and release in their bodies. Definitely. Thank you so much. I can see myself talking to you for hours as well. Hopefully one day we'll meet in person. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But for your listeners, um, anyone who's interested in learning more about who I am and the work that I do, you can follow me at my website, which is www.soulyayoga.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash soya.com. And also for your listeners, if you are listening, you like to take a class with me i do have um sessions on my soyayoga.com and if you just mm-hmm. put in the code i am 22 you'll get a free session with me i love it i'll make note of that so we will add all of that to the show notes as well to make it as easy as possible for everybody to find you thank you so much again for your time like this has been such a beautiful conversation and like so many golden nuggets i'm gonna re-listen to this myself a couple of times i made some notes throughout it's like there's so much good stuff in here thank you so much for sharing so openly from your heart and for really bringing this beautiful perspective that i think so many busy women you know trying to be it all and do it all are really ready to hear so thank you you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous, and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy, and until next time.